Welcome to the Coral Coffee Podcast, where we spill the tea and drink the coffee. This is Season 2, Episode 2, Letting Go to Grow. You join me alone today by the fireside. We released our first episode of Season 2 a couple weeks ago with Crystal Ryan, and I really hope you enjoyed that episode. She is a phenomenal human being, great arts educator, um... And I know she always just makes me think differently about what I do in the classroom. So it was a pleasure to have her on. You know, since that time, life has been so busy for us. Uh, we haven't gotten around to recording. So I thought I'd start a fire for you and have a short reflection today, which really will ultimately guide our conversation in the coming episodes alongside a few other interviews uh, with some other great people. I also wanted to take this my, uh, moment to remind you that our online store for Coral Coffee Apparel is live for another week. It closes on February 12th. Making a purchase helps support what we do. As mentioned in the description for this podcast, this is a podcast by choir people for choir people. There are some amazing podcasts out there about choir, such as Chris Muntz and his Choralosophy podcast. I listen to that one pretty regularly. And uh, I do find that it really, <laughs> if you talk to Allison, um, you'll know that she often will talk about me talking to her about how much I've enjoyed that and how it always makes me think differently. So Chris is doing great work in our field. Um, there's one that's now defunct. Uh, Chris, Chris, uh, sorry, um, the Choir Ninja podcast um, it was a really, really great one. And um it's still up there. I listened to it. I think it used to be called the Find Your Forte podcast. Um, but it's it really offers some incredible interviews and insight and tools for choral educators. And there's many others, too. But my goal with starting this podcast was really to bring up topics to help choir teachers and choir students to have conversations, uh, help connections within our choral community, and really to take time to learn from the brilliant minds of the many incredible people within this amazing art form. So if you are able, we'd appreciate your support in making a purchase or two so we can continue to build and grow the podcast for years to come. The link is in the bio on Instagram, or you can email us at coralcoffee at gmail.com for the link. So I appreciate it. Um, I mentioned earlier how busy it's been lately. You know, we came back from, from uh, break and I'm sure many of you can relate to this. We had, um, you know, we had two weeks off and we come back and immediately we are just completely busy with musical rehearsal and then our ISMA, uh, our solo ensemble contest. Uh, and that just wrapped up last week, which is really, really great. Uh, but it's just so exhausting coming back. Um, so... We haven't had time to really uh, <laughs> record together yet, but we will this week. Uh, so we have some things uh, pretty much back on our regular weekly schedule. Um, so I thought about taking a minute uh, today, a little bit of time to kind of share an essay I read a few months back. You know, I think um, kind of given this world, especially since COVID, teacher burnout seems to be a real problem, you know, especially I would say even more so now than it was before. So what happened is a few months ago, I was on, uh, I think it was on Facebook and one of my really good friends, Tom and Allison, uh, who I actually met Tom because of Allison, 
he had posted this thing, um, this really, really great essay. Um, and it said it was by Anthony Hopkins. And I, I just, it was something I thought, man, we really need to come back to this at some point and talk about it. Because even though like on the surface, it has nothing to do with choir, there were so many good points that I thought this is completely relevant to what we do. Um, and by the way, if you happen to hear uh, any meowing, I've got my my cat Zephyrs right over here, enjoying the warmth of the fire as well. So anyway, I, I thought I'd take time to really just read this essay so we can kind of reflect at the beginning of this week. And then this is actually going to really have, it's going to be an inspiration for us on a few uh, future episodes. So the whole purpose of today is to really just read the essay and to let it simmer and to think about, um, you know, how this could be relevant to us. So before I just decided to, to do that, I thought I would make sure that I actually know a little info about this essay. Well, turns out it's actually not written by Anthony Hopkins, but it was kind of misattributed to him because he had used part of it um, in some kind of a film. But the essay is actually written by somebody named Brianna Wiest, and she updated it again in January of just this year, 2023. She has a website called Thought Catalog. I believe she also has her own podcast. Um, but the topic is really self-improvement and moving on. And I really couldn't help but think that this is relevant to choir teachers and choir students, and quite frankly, anybody. Um, so really, today's purpose like I said, is to read this essay, let it simmer so we can discuss it in depth in the coming weeks. I think all of us really sometimes are facing that question of, how do we need to let go? You know, um, a lot of people that know me know that Lost is one of my absolute favorite, probably is my favorite TV show of all time. It's just the inner millennial in me. Um, toward the end, um, a character named Christian Shepard reminds his son, nobody does it alone, Jack. You needed all of them, and they needed you. And then Jack says, for what? And then his dad replies, to remember and to let go. It's not leaving. No. Moving on. So perhaps this essay uh, will help us fine-tune where we are in this process. Um, and in the process, it may make us better, happier, or even find more fulfillment in, what, fulfillment in what we do. And I would argue that this can help the purpose and focus of our choir classrooms as well. So please enjoy uh, this essay, Let It Simmer, and we'll discuss more in a future episode. The title of this essay is, This Year, Let Go of the People Who Aren't Ready to Love You. It is the hardest thing you will ever have to do. And it will also be the most important thing. Stop giving your love to those who aren't ready to love you. Stop having hard conversations with people who don't want to change. Stop showing up for people who are indifferent about your presence. Stop prioritizing people who make you an option. Stop loving people who aren't ready to love you. I know that your instinct is to do whatever you can to earn the good graces of everyone you can. But that is also the impulse that will rob you of your time, your energy, 
and your sanity. When you start showing up to your life wholly and completely with joy and interest and commitment, not everyone is going to be ready to meet you there. It doesn't mean you need to change who you are. It means you need to stop loving people who aren't ready to love you. If you're left out, subtly insulted, mindlessly forgotten about or easily disregarded by the people you spend the most time with, you're doing yourself an incredible disservice by continuing to offer your energy and life to them. The truth is that you are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. That's what makes it so special when you do find the few people with whom you have a genuine friendship, love, or relationship. You'll know how precious it is because you've experienced what it isn't. But the longer you spend trying to force someone to love you when they aren't capable, the longer you're robbing yourself of that very connection. It is waiting for you. There are billions of people on this planet, and so many of them are going to meet you at your level. Vibe where you are. Connect with where you're going. But the longer you stay small, tucked into the familiarity of the people who use you as a cushion, a back burner option, a therapist, and a ploy for their emotional labor, the longer you keep yourself out of the community you crave. Maybe if you stop showing up, you'll be less liked. Maybe you'll be forgotten about altogether. Maybe if you stop trying, the relationship will cease. Maybe if you stop texting, your phone will stay dark for days and weeks. Maybe if you stop loving someone, the love between you will dissolve. That doesn't mean you ruined a relationship. It means that the only thing sustaining a relationship was the energy you and you alone were putting into it. That is not love. That's attachment. The most precious, important thing you have in your life is your energy. It is not your time that is limited. It is your energy. What you give it each day is what you will create more and more of in your life. What you give your time to is what will define your existence. When you realize this, you'll begin to understand why you're so anxious when you spend your time with people who are wrong for you and in jobs or places or cities that are wrong too. You'll begin to realize that the foremost important thing you can do for your life and yourself and everyone you know is to protect your energy more fiercely than anything else. Make your life a safe haven in which only people that can care and listen and connect are allowed. You are not responsible for saving people. You are not responsible for convincing them that they want to be saved. It is not your job to show up for people and give away your life to them little by little, moment by moment, because you pity them 
because you feel bad, because you should, because you're obligated, because at the root of it all, you're afraid to not be liked back. It is your job to realize that you are the master of your fate and that you are accepting the love you think you're worthy of. Deciding you're deserving of real friendship, true commitment, and complete love with people who are healthy and thriving. Then wait in the darkness just for a little bit and watch how quickly everything begins to change. What a powerful essay. Um, I mean, when I first read this, I just, I mean, it really just made me think a lot because again, there's nothing in there about music, but I think about so many of us in the, really as teachers in general, but just how many of us in a field where we're dealing with people give and give and give and give of ourselves. And don't get me wrong, we should. And, um, it's, it's important, but what this is, I think this makes us question about, makes us question that we're not responsible for being martyrs for our jobs. You know, we, you can't give that which you don't have. And sometimes that's the problem. So I don't really want to say anything else about it yet, because I just want you to think about what does this mean to you, maybe as a choir director? Uh, what does it mean to you as a choir director, both personally and professionally, if you're a choir student? You've heard me say many times, you know, in class, you need to start spending time with the people that make you better and letting go of those that don't. You know, I learned years ago uh, when I was an undergrad, if you want to be the best, you need to surround yourself with the best. It's easier said than done, um, but this, I, I think this is the time in the life. I mean, it, th there's no better time to do, to make these decisions than now. Um, so I will post a link to this essay so you can reread it if you want to, and definitely check out um, her website and perhaps even her podcast. Um, but it's, I think there's some really great information here, and truthfully, you know, like I said, I... I wanted this information too. It really, it like it just it called to me because we're so busy. We're so busy, and I also find myself sometimes just giving my time and energy to people that don't need it. And I'm not talking about you know not helping students or ignoring people that way. But there are things that help that you know maybe we need to reprioritize again, both personally and professionally, and. Just because we spend more time at work doesn't mean we're going to have a better choir. Doesn't mean that, you know, we're, we're going to be that much better because we spend more time. So let this um, ruminate for a while. And uh, we'll come back and touch on this in a future episode. Uh, really, with Sutter and Allison as well, because I would re very much appreciate their perspective on this. So... Before I leave you, just a reminder that we have our merch available. You can uh, check the link in the bio on Instagram for it or send us an email, and I'll be happy to send it to you. 
but I hope that you found something relevant in this uh, thought-provoking essay by uh, Brianna Wiest today. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next time. This is how we brew it. <laughs>